welcome to the Finding Life Teaching Podcast, where we lead people to find life in Jesus through teaching the Bible. My wife and I, we have four boys, and yeah, it gets crazy around our house. There is a lot of energy, and those boys are between 6 and 13, and um, and man, it does get crazy. But when, when everybody's in a good mood, and with six people, um, it's kind of a moon's aligned sort of thing when everybody's in a good mood. But it happened last night. We were, we were sitting at dinner, and we were having a good dinner, dinner, and it was loud. It was crazy. There was laughter. Um, it did start to get into um, uh, elementary boy uh, territory, but everything was good. But when one of us gets... Um, off the rails, many of us get off the rails, and it gets angsty, and it gets angry, and it gets frustrating, it gets chaotic, and we just, it just goes off the rails, and quite frankly, um, many times it's because there's a lot of peacocking going around in our house, a lot of notice me, um, don't overlook me, and as two parents with four kids, I mean, it happens, right? It happens. They, they're going to feel overlooked at times. And really, that's something that um, that's God's put in us, is that we want to be noticed. With kids, they wear on their sleeves what we as adults have learned to hide long ago and, and, and put back in the recesses of our heart long ago. They, they come out, just nearly come out and say, don't overlook me. But with us... As adults, we um, hide that and put that down. And if we lead from a place of being overlooked, we will lead with anxiety. We're in this series called Foreshadow, where we're taking a look at the Old Testament prophets that where they're pointing forward to Jesus, and Jesus is standing in the midst because missed because he's 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 they're looking forward to him several hundred years and he's standing there in the midst, but the prophets are bringing us closer and closer and closer and pointing to him through the mist and saying, look, there he is. I want you to have confidence in him through what I am saying so that you hear and follow him. And as leaders, as leaders and, and, and people that are, are around church, many of you, um, you've heard these before. But we want to come at them at, 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 in, in an angle where, yeah, you do have greater faith in him, in, in Jesus, that he is the one that has come, but also that it impacts you and your life and your ministry in such a way that you become better leaders inside the church and inside the marketplace. And we're taking a look at, at Micah right now, who, I mean, he was an overlooked prophet. I mean, there's major and minor prophets. I mean, we, we even put put a whole grouping of, of, of prophets in there that we pretty much say, hey, these are the overlooked prophets. But he is a minor prophet of the minor prophets. And he looks and he points forward to one who is to come, who will be overlooked, but he will be God of the overlooked. In Micah 5, 2, he writes, Bethlehem, Ephrath. Many of you are going to pronounce that a whole lot better than me. You are small among the clans of Judah, but one will come from you to be ruler over Israel for me. His origin is from antiquity, from ancient times. This one, this one that I'm pointing forward to, he'll be from Podunk. I don't know. Um, I don't know what the characteristic word for you would be, but from the Ozarks, it is. This is a Podunk 
town. This is a town that is outside a major city, a major hub. And uh, this town is a village. It's a hamlet. It's, it's, it's a blink of the eye and it's, it's, it's gone. It doesn't have its own school district. It doesn't have its own commerce. The, the best it's got is that at the, at the intersection of the two roads that pass through the town, it has a blinking light. Micah, 700 years before, says, from this small overlooked town, one will come from, from you that will be ruler over you. That's like in America for, for, for today and in, in the year uh, 2019, at the end of 2019, and, and we're going to have a presidential election in, in, in 2020 that saying there's going to be somebody come from this sleepy little town next to you in 2720 to rule the nation of America. It's kind of what that's kind of what that's saying that's pretty amazing that's pretty crazy that's pretty that's uh, people would overlook that statement right and when when the wise men came into jerusalem uh, uh asking where is your king that was born the religious leaders they said well he would be born in bethlehem pointing to this prophecy but they didn't pay any attention to it the wise men they went on they went on and they worshiped the king they worshiped jesus but the religious leaders didn't pay any attention to it i mean herod himself paid attention to it and slaughtered all the boys under two so the one that would come he would come from this sleepy town and jesus was born in bethlehem but also did you notice he will be the ancient of days. His origin is from antiquity, from ancient times. He, uh, uh, the phrase for that, if you've been around church, many of you have been around church, is, is the ancient of days. He's going to be the ancient of days. He's going to be from everlasting into everlasting. See, the thing about this one that was to come, he was going to be from this, this small town. He was, he was going to be from this overlooked town. And really, he was going to be overlooked himself. But however... His identity is going to be the Ancient of Days. He is going to get his identity from his Heavenly Father. And his mission was going to come from his identity that came from his Heavenly Father. Look, your situation is not your identity. Your hometown isn't your identity. Your ministry location isn't your identity. The size of your ministry is not is, is not your identity. Your obscurity is not your identity. God, your heavenly Father, gives you your identity. And from this, he gives you your mission. For Jesus, what was his mission? I mean, you've been around church. You can quote it from, especially from the New Testament and from his mouth. But Micah gives us his mission. He points forward to what his mission would be. Chapter 5, verse um, 3. Therefore, Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of the ruler's brothers will return to the people of Israel. He will stand and shepherd them in the strength of the Lord, in the majestic name of the Lord his God. Jesus' mission, the one that Micah was pointing to, his mission was going to be shepherd abandoned Israel. When Jesus came on the scene, when Jesus was born and when Jesus started ministering, Israel felt abandoned for two reasons. Number one, God had gone silent in, in any major way for 400 years. To put this into perspective, 400 years ago is 1620. I mean, 
we're just now getting to the to this new land, right? We're still waiting for that. If we go back 400 years, this is how long God has gone silent from any major word from him. Israel itself kind of feels abandoned by God. And maybe maybe you feel that. Maybe you have felt that. Maybe you have experienced that. Like, it hasn't been 400 years, but it's kind of been a while since God spoke. There are people all around us that feel like that as well. And then, and then the religious leaders, they led in such a way because they filled in the blanks while God was silent. They filled in the blanks and they took over the religious um, the religious ideology, the religious worship, the, they, they took over everything and, and put such a stranglehold on it that the people felt abandoned by their spiritual leaders. And there's a lot of people around us that feel the same way and maybe you f- have felt and maybe you feel that exact way. But Micah says this one, this one is going to come, he's going to lead, he's going to shepherd Israel. This word, the, 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 the idea, the thought behind this word, shepherd is feed. And what's interesting is that God is, I believe, putting together a cosmic, incredible wordplay with all of this. And he's setting up the dominoes just right for us to be able to have enough evidence to see the, the figure through the mist and come close and go, yeah, 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 that's Jesus. Because Bethlehem, the meaning of Bethlehem is house of bread. And so really what, what Micah is saying, what God is saying through Micah, one will come from the house of bread to feed the abandoned people. One will come from the house of bread to feed the abandoned people. That was his mission. He was going to come from the house of bread and he was going to shepherd. He was going to feed the abandoned people. That's what Jesus did quite literally at times. And we'll see that later this week. Doesn't matter where you are doesn't matter what your situation is. It doesn't matter what ministry situation you find yourselves in. There are abandoned people to serve. There are people who feel like God has abandoned them. There are people that feel like the religion, the spiritual leaders have abandoned them. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, they feel abandoned. Feed them from the house of bread. Serve them. Feed them from the house of bread. When when our identity is coming from the heavenly father, our mission now comes from the heavenly father. And he has a mission for each and every one of us to feed some sort of abandoned people. Look, this is a struggle. This is a struggle for me right now. I am feeling this struggle heavy. Last week on Friday, my wife and I were talking about how I feel overlooked, feel second fiddle, almost, but not quite. And then on Saturday, as, as I, I, had, I had planned for this week uh, already for this to be God of the overlooked, but on Saturday when I re-engaged this week's um, topic and this week's scripture, <laughs> here it is right here, God of the overlooked. It's something that I'm reminding myself daily in the morning that it's not about how I feel and feeling overlooked. It is about what he has for me. Am I going to step into it or not? And we serve by feeding abandoned people. And really, quite often, leaders feel abandoned, but we can't put that out 
on our surface, right? We have to look strong. We have to be strong. We have to lead people. We have to, we have to have this, this, this facade about us. Now, I mean, we can't, we, as, as leaders, there is some truth that sometimes we just got to put it down inside of us in order to lead. But if we always do that, if we always feel overlooked and we do not have anybody giving in to us, we're going to feel abandoned. And for whatever reason, God's leading me into speaking into other leaders of, from, from, from God's word. Look, there's great practical things out there. Godly people that are putting uh, leadership nuggets and leadership practice out there for, for, for you to go get. But by and large, I, th- I feel like a piece that is missing is, 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 is feeding leaders from God's word. And this is where I feel like God is wanting me to step into speak to the abandoned leaders out there. There are abandoned people all over the place. Who does God want you to serve? Not from a point of of being overlooked, but from a point of knowing the identity that your Heavenly Father has given to you. Because this is what happens when we lead from, from His identity into the mission that he has for 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 us the last part of verse four they will live securely the people will live securely for then his greatness will extend to the ends of the earth he jesus the one he is pointing forward to will be their peace jesus jesus continually gave peace to the overlooked and abandoned despite being overlooked himself he didn't lead from his identity or he didn't lead from being overlooked. He led from the identity that his heavenly father gave to him and then the mission that flowed from that. When our identity is our overlooked situation, our mission becomes getting noticed, making a splash, and proving ourselves. This brings anxiety to us, and the best we can do is give anxiety out to other people. But when Jesus is our identity, when our mission flows from what he is doing in our life about who he says we are we serve no matter what happens to us we could get knocked down we could get punched out we could get all this stuff all these situations can happen but if we are feeding abandoned people because of the identity that he has given to us we always give away peace no matter what circumstances we find ourselves in and we can be real about our circumstances we can be we can we can say that it's tough we don't have to hide anything but at the same time because we are leading from a from a point of God's identity in us and his mission for our life we get the chance to give away peace and security to those who feel abandoned look hearing and following jesus this is our one sole task your task isn't even to minister your task isn't even to lead hear and follow jesus when we do that he feeds into us (laughs) we come to that house of bread that is everlasting and never goes away and never stops he feeds into us and we can feed into abandoned people all around us what does he feed into us his identity 
and what flows out of that is his mission and we get the chance we get the chance to lead from that point feed abandoned people and let them see the peace and security that only jesus gives Thank you for listening to the Finding Life Teaching Podcast. You can find more content online. Our website is findinglife.me. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at findinglife19. If you like what you hear, a little bit of help goes a long way. Like, share, and comment through social, rate and review through iTunes, and finally, subscribe through your podcast player of choice.